All right, I want to say welcome to another Tim talk. Um, God, we're in the hundreds, hundred and something now, 110 or 15 or something. I'm like, what? You know, I started these talks and I still believe they're mostly for uh, our alumni and future students, people who are interested in coming to our school um, to continue with the teachings of the school and or, and or to be introduced to the teachings of the school, which if I had to break it down, it would be to build a deep personal relationship with nature, reclaim our birthright to be close to our earth in a personal way, um, and uh, a call to action, uh, a willingness to take on the idea of becoming an earth caretaker as one of the purposes, if not the main purpose of our life on earth. That's what these talks are about. I hope they inspire people. Um, and I'd love to hear from you on ideas for talks you might like to hear and questions you might have if I brought any up. Okay. So I want to start this talk out um, with a poem by one of, one of my heroes. And I, and I want to mention it. It's, his name is Aldo Leopold. He's one of our great naturalists. And I want to just mention, drop in here, that one of the ways we can build our relationship with our Earth close is to take these old-timers who have written books, who have put in the time in nature, going back, Aldo Leopold, Edward Abbey, and so forth, and really study them, study what they learned and what they had to give. Ralph Waldo Emerson, John Muir, um, Henry David Thoreau, and on and on and on. Um, and I, so I'm going to start, one of the ways I'm going to do some of these Tim Talks is read some poetry from, or sayings from some of these guys, and then talk about the subject. Okay? So Aldo Leopold, uh, countless things he, he did. He wrote a book called The Sand County Almanac, which is a must-read for any nature lover. And he is one of the main instigators of creating the Wilderness Society and the Wilderness Act, which saved countless thousands and thousands of acres throughout the American West um, for the sake of nature itself. It's one of the great things we did as human beings is created the Wilderness Act, and he was the instigator. And here's what he, he wrote. It's so important, and I'll talk about it. One of the penalties of an ecological education is that one lives in a world of wounds. Much of the damage inflicted on the land is quite invisible to the layman or average person. An ecologist, an earth lover, if you will, must either harden his or her shell and make believe that the consciousness of, that the conscious of science are none of his business, or he must be the doctor who sees the marks of death in a community that believes itself well and does not want to be told otherwise. Now, I think these sayings should be read twice at least to really soak them up. Because the first time, it's like, whoa, it's a shock to the system. But I think all of us who have been raised as lovers of the earth can relate to this saying. So take a moment, breathe, and let it in. And it'll become medicine. It'll, it'll live within you. One of the penalties of an ecological education is that one lives in a world of wounds. Much of the damage inflicted on land 
is quite invisible to the layman or average person. An ecologist or earth lover must either harden his or her shell and make believe that the consequences of science are none of his or her business, or he must be the doctor who sees the marks of death in a community that believes itself well and does not want to be told otherwise. God, when I'm reading that, I'm thinking about these poor doctors taking care of people who are not immunized for COVID in the hospital. They must, they must see that and go, wow. Whew. Side note there. Um, so to continue, if I was to continue on with that saying, what I would say, and it's how I've lived my life is, yes, first, I'll own it. One of the concerns that we have as you, as a teacher that I have as a teacher, is that as you learn more and go deeper into nature and see all the countless beauty of the world and the amazing stories that nature gives us and the gifts that nature gives us through observation and connection and the incredible spiritual connection that we get from nature, all of it. The more we see, the more we feel with all of our senses, including our inner vision, our sixth sense, our intuitive side, the more of it all, the more we feel, we also see all the damage that's been done. We open up to that. Where we might have walked much of our life with blinders on, either ignoring it for the sake of our own sanity sometimes, because it's so overwhelming, or we see it regularly and it puts us in such a negative state of mind that we're not able to see the positive in things, right? So one of the great challenges is to be able to observe all the beauty and the good and all the bad that's happening and the negative and be able to hold that in our heads together, but to still allow ourselves more than ever to be motivated to become an earth caretaker and fight for our earth on all levels, physically, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, get out and be a part of the solution. That's how we mitigate seeing so much of the damage. And when we see the damage, do something about it when possible. Let it inspire us to turn it around and make it better. I believe that's the answer. It's not shutting down and not seeing or feeling what's happening. And here's the other thing, and I'll be honest. I also ask you to become more educated to what's happening in the world, which means to belong to more organizations uh, that are fighting for our earth. And that means reading their magazines and studying what's happening to the earth. And the more we do that, the more we're going to awaken to all the things that are happening. It's overwhelming. I remember this morning, uh, my wife, Jean, was reading me some news. And boom, she comes across this page on the internet that shows these thousands of birds that were flying for the winter um, south flew into buildings in New York City and were just laying on the street dead. And my, oh my God, my heart goes out to those birds. Think of this. They're, they've, they've spent their summer having their babies up north. Um, They've fought to protect them. They've found food. They've lived a good life. And now they're heading south to get away from the oncoming winter. And boom, they see these windows that look like flyways and they fly in and die. 
I mean, what a way for a bird to end, right? And there they are on the streets of New York City, people walking by, stepping on them, moving them aside, sweeping them up, just like they were just garbage. And it's no diss on any person individually. We all want buildings. We all are a part of it. That's the key here, though. We are all a part of the problem. We all create it, either directly or indirectly or in some other way. And if we aren't part of the solution, doing things to make it better, then we are the cause. So let this saying by Aldo Leopold inspire you to, yes, go deeper, to feel more of the world that you live in. And when you see the things that are going wrong, let it inspire you to be the change. Let it inspire you to be the hero for our planet. Let, let it inspire you to teach children to grow into their power as earth caretakers and do good. Write letters. Get involved. You've heard me say this many times. I say it many times because I'm a teacher and I talk to countless young people and older people who aren't involved and don't vote, don't participate in a myriad of ways they could. And yet they're earth lovers. We are at the crunch time, folks. Aldo Leopold, if he was alive today, would be saying the same thing. Now is our time. Ho. Oh.